So when you look back at pictures of Quinn when she was still a newborn, like what what are the feelings that come back when you look at her um, at that age? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the world's greatest parenting podcast. You are here with the Overly Honest Dads. My name's Matt, I'm your host and I'm joined as ever by my podcast pals, Magnus. Good evening, good afternoon and maybe good morning, who knows? It could be any time. Jesus. Uh, and John. Hello. Yes, and they just love it when someone upsets that finely tuned rhythm that you've been trying to get down for months and months and months. It's great. It's exactly the energy that we need to get started with today podcast so thank yes. you all for joining us i mean you know as ever we're out we're so we're so happy that you are letting us in your ears so thank you for that well, um, excuse me <laughs> what they're letting us in their ears aren't they i, I they I can't do, watch us it's consensual man. oh really oh okay they right, can't fine. see us true true unless there's something i don't rage know because they can feel us they can Fuck feel us. us in their ears and really what's better than that What's more sensual? The warm caress and of our voices in their ears. This oral pleasure. And that's oral with an A, not oral with an O. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, so this week we have, it's very exciting. I'm very excited. I hope you are too. Stop gesticulating. We, we ha- hey, I, I was brought up under Tony Blair. And so this is the, I this like is what you get. You know, and this, I've got I this nervous it. energy that I need to get out somehow. And it's coming out via my hands, which I'm waving in John's direction. Well, have a wank then. So the reason I'm excited um, is that we have a new segment for you guys today. Yes, I know we are changing up the format slightly. Um, and so this new segment is going to be product reviews. So all parents out there, you know, having a kid involves buying shit, it involves buying a lot of shit. And as a parent, you're a target market for unscrupulous manufacturers and sellers of tat. And so being overly honest, as we are, we are going to give you our honest opinion on products that we've bought tested and we're going to rate them for you and so we're going to get to that after today's dad news and we're starting as ever with dad news so john why don't you go first with your dad news dad news is depressing man not not depressing it's you're depressing i with with this year is the first year where all three of my kids are, are a little older and it's really you guys will notice it. It's fun at the beginning because they're doing new things and this and that and the other. But when they start communicating, getting competitive, having attitudes, it gets so much more entertaining. And this year is the year that all three of them are at that stage because even my youngest is at that competitive edge and he wants to win. And so I've had a really good time off over the Christmas period. Really good time <laughs> off. I really enjoyed it. I was playing Uno every day and just having fun with them. And it's been fun. Great family game. Yeah. And now, and now I'm back at back at work. And <laughs> and it's and it's really shit because <laughs> they're like, Daddy, are you going to make him back in time for Uno? And it's like, I, I, I can't. I'm sorry because I have to pay for shit. And it's been, <laughs> honestly, it's the, I, I was thinking about it. It's been the first year where all three of them are growing up. I'm really having fun at home. And it's like, damn it. Like, I can't enjoy this because I'm working ridiculous amounts of hours and I'm doing a shitty podcast. And a shitty podcast? Yeah. Eject him. Uh, yeah, I eject him. Mute him. You can mute him. Yeah, yeah I, can. Me. Yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll set you on fire like Australia. <laughs> John. Oh, I didn't set it, so fuck you. No, uh, joke aside. So I've been preparing on that joke, and I'll tell you why. A comedy is a relief. 
it's one of the most depressing things I have ever seen. A whole fucking country's on fire. People out there fucking give money because even after the fire's out, we need to rebuild. Yeah. This month, I've given money through Call of Duty because they have an Outback Fit program and I've really been teaching my kids about disasters. Please really think about this because um, I made the joke. I had this in mind because honestly, it is a fucking depressing thing. It really mm. is. And I have a slightly controversial opinion on this. I probably shouldn't express it out loud, but I will. Go on. Pointless sending money to a rich country. They've got money. They've got more money than they need. It's they a are very, very, very wealthy. It's a very big they country, are. man. And but it, it, it's the gesture. It's just a warm blanket. Yeah, it's to just make you feel be better okay. about yourself. That's all it, it is. It, it makes you but feel better. It makes it's them like, feel better about like, the situation. Well, no, they don't need the money. No, they I mean, don't need the, the money. The only one thing that I know like, that people care. The, the thing that, I, that I've liked that I've seen is where people are buying drinks for firefighters or, or buying stuff for firefighters. I think that's that's probably a nice way to do it because rich people don't fight fires mm. and as a, as a general rule so something that's directed at firefighters is a good thing australia is fucking rich but it's a huge country man it's a yeah, huge we've, country we there's fuck all so people much- in it and the people that are in it apart from the aboriginal people are fucking rich it's a very it's a wealthy I, country. No, I I agree. It is a wealthy country. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I see no issue with sending a bit of change over to those guys. If it makes them makes yeah. them feel better, it's probably not putting a dent in the effort. No, well, a small dent, maybe somewhat significant to the people that receive it, but. It, it's it's a nice gesture. Well, you put out my fire. You're, then, you're Matt. probably yeah. <laughs> you put out the fire. A pissed on the fire, more like. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry, what's your thoughts on? Sending money to poor countries, then. Well, the thing is, that's out of fashion now as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, because a lot of, um, you know, when we were growing up, it was all about live aid and sending money to Africa. And do they know it's Christmas? Because apparently they don't have calendars. I, I guess um, you heard the, uh, the, the, the... <laughs> fucking hell. Well, no, because obviously they did know it's Christmas. That's the whole point. It was a pa- it was patronising bullshit from mm. from Geldof, and you know the whole. You know, these days it would be called white privilege and 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 whatever else. Um, well, it took a significant downturn last year off David Lammy's rant about uh, comic relief. Yeah, and uh, I think it was comic relief and. Pudsy Bear, mm-hmm. that, uh, whatever his name is. Well, they stopped thing. sending out white uh, celebrities to poor African villages to to look sad. <laughs> they, they now send out rich black ones. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. That's, that's yeah. The good one. And it's so, like the equality in race and gender in, in the Oscars. You yeah, know, it's the yeah. same thing. They're all rich, and we need to worry about them. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, with this stuff, there's no easy answer to, to no, any no. any of but those issues. It's teach all, your it's kids complex. to care. Ki- mm. Teach your kids to care, and. It is depressing because mm. of what we've been doing to the environment. Yeah. So, and also, yeah. but don't forget, living in a big any sort of large city, there's going to be poverty very close to where you live. Um, yeah. And for me, I always think it's better to think about the people that that you can help that are in proximity to where you are. Mm. But mm. even then, like if you're looking at things like homelessness charities, giving money to the homeless often doesn't directly help them in the way that it should yeah. because feeding people's Correct. addictions doesn't really get them off the street. So, yeah. you know, again, there's no easy answer, which doesn't make for interesting quotes or good yeah. copy, but life is complicated. It, it's true. We, we had this um, uh, outside of where we live. We've got this big tower uh, and it was really cold one day really really cold and i popped out of the tube um and uh, i had a, a hot drink uh with me and this homeless person came up to me and um she was like do you have any money and i didn't have any money so i gave her the drink uh that warmed her hands up which is really good and i took the drink and she was happy that her hands were warm and i went home and i had that drink thinking to myself that i'd done a really good thing um so i hope you know i hope that i helped her out that day Cool. That's good. That is, that is a good thing. And why don't you follow that up with your dad news for the week? Yeah, go on. 
Yeah, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> did, did no one fucking get the joke? No, what was your joke? He took, he took oh, the drink. Oh, we're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> he took the drink. You didn't get I it, did no, you? I, you took the drink. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you can tell I wasn't listening to what you were saying. He never listens to what we say in the past. <laughs> <laughs> just, he puts my fire out and yeah. then shits on you. Like, he's an absolute dickhead. I don't know why we have him on it. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we're at his house. But yeah, besides true. that, he's a yeah. dickhead. I'm telling you. So, um... The dad news. Mm, Should we launch yeah. into dad news? All right, okay. That joke is fucking hilarious. I gave him money instead, anyways. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, right. dad, no, I did. I did, yeah. I went and got changed, at uh, change, and she didn't think I'd give her some money, but I did. You know, sometimes it's just, yeah, that's what you do. Uh, anyway, dad news. Dad news. A lot has happened in the last two weeks, gents. A lot has happened. Um, so, Quinn... What are you going to say, Matt? You're mouthing something. She's ter- it's, it, it, She's had her special day, hasn't she? She is. Yes, she has. Yeah. <laughs> she is one year old already. Wow, Happy man. birthday, Quinn. Happy birthday, Quinn. Happy birthday to you. And How was the party, man? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. We rented out a pub. Uh, and we had a joint birthday party. My, my mic is dropping, so I'm doing this the whole time. <laughs> uh, we rented out a pub. Uh, and uh, Romana and Quinn had a joint birthday party because they're obviously born on the same day, which is unfortunate for some, but money-saving for me, <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, she loved it. Everyone loved it. We had a great cake. Um, but yeah, uh, in, in the two weeks that we spoke, uh, I said to you that she was beginning to hint at walking. Mm-hmm. She's nearly there. Cool. Like, it's more so that she is lacking confidence to carry on stepping. This is a big thing for us. Um, so she's done that. Uh, she's starting to really mouth words now, which is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, what is going on here? Here we go. Here Your we go. Maybe. Yeah, my mic is dropping. I, I'm, I'm crouching over like the Hunchback of Notre Dame for our listeners here. Um, so uh, she is um, forming words, which is really good. Uh, additionally, the screaming has come back. Now, in previous I it podcasts, went away, it, it did. Uh-huh. It did. Yeah, it went away and it's come back now with the ferocity which we can't handle. And she's got developed vocal cords now. Her lungs are great and it's really fucking hurting. Like, she's so goddamn loud. Um, and lastly, her sleep went to shit. Uh, yeah, she's a proper handful now. Like, proper, proper handful. We're very depressed people. Is she having terrible twos <laughs> at one? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible twos at one. Yeah. Damn. There are like, good bits long. though, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, you know, are you convinced? Yeah, 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 of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like being a dad, me. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I, I, I'm unsure of whether or not we are uh, being biologically manipulated again. Okay. Yeah, like we were um, at first couple of months. Yeah. That's our dad. That's quite cool. Matt, okay. what about you, mate? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm getting good at the. Yeah. I'm getting so good at passing on. Yeah, no, sorry. it's good. No, I'm, I'm very happy with this. Um, it shows that you've got, you know, on the ball. Um, gist. So, yeah, I think Amelie might be becoming a little influencer at nursery. Um, so What, she got on an Instagram page? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she's very popular. She's got a lot of followers. Um, and, uh, and you know, most, most um, Instagram models have diaper booties. In a way, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. You know, because they look, they have these big bums that make them look like they're wearing nappies. And so a baby 
perfectly placed to be an influencer. Yeah. Um, so so she's walking now, not very confidently, but when she tries to get up to walk, she sort of almost gets in a downward dog position on the way up. And so apparently the nursery uh, people today said that after Amelie was doing that, all the other babies started going into the downward dog position. And get so, all the mums there, free yoga class. Yeah, so it. we've got a little yoga class. There was a separate really? occasion where... Amelie decided to pour water over herself and then all the other babies started to pour water over themselves as well. So I'm wondering Rascal. if this is a sign of her being an influencer. Yeah, maybe. And, and maybe we just need to try and snap this out of her somehow. You need to monetize it. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, would, I find it hard to respect career, the career choice of influencers. I think most people do. But, but they how are long is that career going to be, man? Like when they get older, nobody's going to well, follow yeah, that. When, when they get wrinkles and... I, I don't know. I think imagine? it's going to keep evolving and become something even more heinous and Either. disdainful than, than it is now. I mean, in what part of human history do things get better? They always just seem to get progressively more outrageous. Uh, yeah, pe- peaks and troughs and it may yeah. evolve into something else. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. there needs to be some form of reckoning. Yeah, um, good war. Yeah. Go on, Iran. But no, in general, Emily is progressing <laughs> well in her life. Go on, Australian fire. <laughs> yeah, we're just hitting all the... Come to Europe. <laughs> in all these fun. happy, uncontroversial Come subjects Come Boris. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is all a bit much. Uh, but, you know, everything's all good in general. There's no major issues. Emily, like, it's, it's, she's at an age now, so like 14 going on 15 months, where there's not quite as many changes every week as there were before, like mm. earlier on. Every two weeks, she was throwing something new at you and not literally throwing, it was just... There were new things about her. And Are you saying your baby's boring, mate? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Just a little bit more dependable, Aww. you know? Um, and she's yeah. clearly moving towards the toddler phase. I mean, mm. it's not far away. I think she'll be saying double-syllable words soon. Like, she's not really said that many single-syllable words, but she knows da, ma, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think she daddy isn't far away. And so when she says daddy, dependably... Then I'm going to be are, are you competing with, with your wife with no, the person who says no, no, mummy no, or daddy first? No, not at all. That's you? them. No. No, oh, no, 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 no. You, you had a pact, didn't you, to try and encourage mama yeah, we for did. daddy? Yeah, but she says dada. And she's, but, yeah. So you got your testicles back now? Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. So, Fuck um, you, yeah. <laughs> she, she uh, yeah, yeah. No, for real. She's, um, uh, I think she's a bit of a daddy's girl. Yeah. So she like, should be. My wife really tried to force Christopher to say mummy first and guess guess what I did? I took him in a pool while we were on holiday, literally held him and I kept going, Daddy, 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 daddy. And then he told her, Daddy and I'm like, Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> well, she was I, pissed I, at I, me I, for I, about a week, but I, I won't. It's important. I, I don't know if I, I, I could encourage gaslighting a small child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just let them find their own way through. You know, yeah. I, I think though people have been gaslit into thinking that the word that we need another word for lying. Um, the word lying does it fairly well, does it? Don't you think? Yeah. Um, one thing I have forgot to mention is I've I've noticed, and um, I, Alex won't listen to this anytime soon, so it's fine to mention it. There's more mentions of baby number two coming up now than there have been before. Mm. Just sort of naturally, it's coming up in conversation more and more. Uh, I, I think it'll be helpful to do it. Man. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited personally. I mean, oh, oh slightly terrified and excited. The Irish in you wants ten kids. Yeah, <laughs> well, and it'll be exciting as well to to document um, if we do go on that journey of having the kid to document it on this podcast oh, i'll be amazing yeah. man i want to see you yeah. fall apart yeah it'll be yeah. exciting so we're, that- we're not going to do the podcast when he has another kid you know that right <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna stop i'm telling well, you well we might not be able to use maybe we'll use my office 
uh, at work um, with yeah. the meeting yeah, rooms. Or mine. Oh, yeah. they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so let's wrap up the dad news there because when we come back, it's with a brand new segment, product reviews. I'm excited. I hope you are too. We're back in a moment. He's still gesticulating. Yeah. Welcome back to our wonderful podcast, the best parenting podcast in the world. Um, we are back to do our first ever overly honest review. I think that there clicked. might be some clipping there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, we'll, we'll get better for the next review. Um, so yeah, as a- you'll be deaf by then. <laughs> you, can, you can do it again. Try it again. Okay. One, two, three. Overly honest review. And it's not a haunted review, oh, yeah. I promise. <laughs> okay. Um, pl- feedback um, is welcome. You can email us overlyhonestdads at gmail.com if you have a, a complaint with our little opening segment there. Um, but yeah, as I explained earlier, we're going to do product reviews um, just to give you an idea of what sort of purchases we've made, whether they've been good ones, bad ones, whether you should consider them for yourself and your baby slash child. So the first product we are going to review is... A Tommy Tippy Nappy Bin. Tommy Tippy Nappy Bin. That's a good name. I like it. It rolls off the tongue. What, it does. What, what accent was that? There was no accent. Oh, it sounded like there oh, was. was. Yeah. Yes, my friend. Tippy Tommy Nappy Bin. Yes. That <laughs> yeah. is accent. Yeah. Go Russian because they're unlikely to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they are listening always. So, Them and booyah. the Iranians. They bomb your ass. Um, so have I you guys had nappy bins or am I the only one that's had a nappy bin? You, you are the only one currently. However, we are considering it because the shits are getting too much. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we had a bin like normal people. Just a normal bin. But yeah. so, it, but so, so do we. But every time you, you flip the lid... Okay, so tell me about your bin. But the, yeah. but, uh, you had the lid, but you bag it, man. Bag it tight well, yeah, and the smell don't come out. We, we, we bag it. Of course. Well, what do you reckon we do? We, we like unfold it, have a look, put, put it late. Like, well, like, but the descriptions you've had of your girl's poo, it sounds like you look at it quite intently. Oh, yeah, well, we, yeah, yeah, we do. It, it was quite moist. Wait, hang on, hang and on. And it had a back taste of oak. And it's like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, high, high tannins in this one. <laughs> You're fucking. But seriously, just bag of... it properly, chuck it in a thing, shut it, and H- it went hang on a second. Hang, hang on a second. You say it like not everyone with kids will not observe their poos, their baby's poos. What intently. bags are you You're using? Supposed to. We, we use the um the the natty no uh, kit and kin biodegradable ones. No, probably why, mate. Yeah, biodegradable, is... like they're farting as it is already. Yeah, like, no, I th- th- think about it. so. I we actually change. Well, I I, I change the bags that we use from the the, the kit and kin um to doggy bags. Nice. <laughs> you know that works, Bi- right? Biodegradable doggy bags. Yeah, because they're like three times the thickness. Mm. But you got tight, shit. close it tight. It should be fine. I mean, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, the we, we were closing it tight, and it was it was still like you, you'd put it in a bin, and when you would put your your your, your foot on the pedal, that the lid will flap up, and it will cause like a pressure difference. As you, you flap it down again, it wafts out again, <laughs> and it wafts in a direction. So like a mouth opening. <laughs> You can imagine a cone of demoralization. Like that breath. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But it's like so much more intense because it's poo. Yeah. And it's like I, I poo, which has been there I for some time. I, 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 had a, I had a normal people's bin that okay. worked. But it was a while ago. And we this have is a, a new normal world. people's bin too, John. And Matt's got Amazon in front of him. Yes, so I do. Because I've actually realized I haven't, I haven't given it the product its full name. So the full name is Tommy Tippy Twist and Click Advanced Nappy Depose disposal sangenic tech bin so let's say that again tommy tippy twist, twist 
<laughs> Tommy Tippy twist and click advanced naffy disposal sangenic tech bin. Do really, you want chili sauce with that? <laughs> it really rolls off the tongue. Um, so, so just just hypersonic <laughs> shit mid three thousand. <laughs> Can we create a product and call it that? That'd be uh, hypersonic shit bin. So I can't remember where we got it from. I think we maybe got it from Mother Care. Uh, at the moment, it's on Amazon for fifteen pounds. Although it's worth me mentioning nice and early that this is one of the products where they make money on the refills. So yes. rather than put the poo the pooey nappy or the wee nappy into a bag, you pop it into the top of the bin and there's like plastic in there already, so anti-back plastic. You twist a little ring thing inside the lid and it bags up the individual nappies. And then once the plastic has all run out, you essentially have a big long ribbon of like 30 nappies that all have little twists in between them so that the smell doesn't get out. So you tie knots on a bag so the smell doesn't come out. They they essentially in big one long chain yeah. with with all with all twisted. So so, so yeah. you could twist a knot and have the same effect without buying a bin. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but so so this is what we do. This is why we're doing the reviews. Yeah. So so it, it seems awfully wasteful and money grabbing. Yeah. So but yeah. already I'm already not convinced. So this is this is why we're having the reviews. So we go through positives but and negatives. Care. Had that motherfucker for nine ninety nine <laughs> when they were closing down in our area, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, just on a slight tangent, how does everyone feel about Mothercare ditching the high street because they run out of money? Um, well, you no, know, they're gone. They're the gone. John, Mothercare is no more. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think it's. A, I, I thought it was an expensive way so I could get everything off Amazon. To be yeah, honest, I, I mean, completely agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry, but the the high street is dying. Let's save the high street. I think the. The things that will remain with us are probably things like the butchers and a couple of small bits and people. I don't think a lot of it will last because the reality is it's a different society now. It's mm. not a small town anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's sad reality. In, in our area, you're absolutely right. The and up and down the area for miles, butchers, um, smaller shops like that, utilities, plumbers, plumbing merchants, yep. hardware stores, they flipping thrive. Yeah, of yeah, course. Absolutely. Because thrive. it's a real need. And barbers, barbers need. will be there barbers, forever. Uh, yeah. we've, we've had like seven in our little town pop open in the last four days. Yeah. It's crazy how many there are. Uh, however, mother care, not cool. No. Not cool. No. Way too expensive for what it is. Yeah, I, I've not been in a single mother care since I've become a father. Yeah. And I never will. Um Okay, so in terms of how we're going to structure these reviews, they're going to be positives, so he's not happy we went negatives, <laughs> value for money, and then whether you consider it essential, nice to have, or not at all. And what we're going to do, dear listeners, is that whenever we do these reviews, we'll stick to the same structure so it's kind of dependable, um, so we use the same criteria every time. Um, so, yeah, so some of the positives from using this, this bin, it's all around convenience. So first, we have a changing table. It's upstairs. It's not a purpose-made chaining table. It's like a trestle table thing that we've repurposed. An ironing board. Yeah, exactly. It's an ironing board, Magnus. Um, it's not really. Um, and it sits next to the, the nappy bin. And so we only really have to take nappies out to the, the main bin once a week, if that. Um, and so, yeah, it's really just convenience. As soon as the pooey nappy, and we all know how bad they can be from time to time, they can just be complete destruction um so it goes straight in there you twist you pop the thing down and it's gone you don't have to worry about it anymore um and so i've never noticed a nappy smell like a pooey nappy smell once i go in there never even had a hint of it and even when you change it and you look to replace the um 
take the nappies out and throwing them into the wheelie bin, never then get a smell either, even if like there have been pooey nappies festering for days, you know, um, building up their smell potential. I've never once gotten a whiff of it. Okay. Well, that's quite an endorsement. From that point of view, it is really a nice thing to have. Mm. Now, the negative is, I mentioned earlier, the refills. So you will spend, if you buy one of these, you'll spend a shitload more on refills than you ever will on the nappy bin itself. Mm -hmm. So the nappy bin, £15 at the moment. Now, if you went to buy, I think, six of the plastic bag refills from somewhere like uh, Amazon, Mercado, places like that, you're probably looking at £30 for six. Now, that will... How many per donut is there? That will probably take you through um, maybe three months, if not more. So... It's, it's not. It's not too bad, but, but these, these things will add up. Don't exactly, they? exactly. And so, what I would say for anyone considering whether to get a nappy bin, it's just going to come down to cost versus convenience. If it's not really a problem for you to spend thirty pounds every three or four months on these refills, and also I should say you can get them in sales as well. We only ever buy them in sales, um, and so when they're on sale, we really stock up. And that's I think we've got enough for like six or nine months at the moment for so, seven years yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna be stocked up for, for for ages now um but i'd say that if you are in a situation where you have to think carefully about convenience versus cost mm. that's really the consideration that, that you need to make as a new parent and that's obviously something that only you yourselves at home will know um if if it's right for you but one thing i would right. say is that if if you have the money and you don't like smelling shit it's not a bad investment to make. Yeah. Well, it, it, it sounds really good, but it doesn't sound that great if you are yeah. into smelling shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not like there's never any other... Sh- well, I'm saying you can never reuse it. I mean, you can keep it in a loft and then when you're in nappies... Reusing you can a nappy. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. the, the, the bin. You can never reuse it, realistic, unless you use it when you were old and you, you're doing your own... Yeah. Well, you could just use it as a bin for your bathroom. You could just put a normal bin liner in there and we'll not... Take uh, a shit in there. Wrap something. You can't smell anything. You shit well, you in know, the bin. Bins, you know, <laughs> somewhere to put like the loo roll ends and stuff like that, you know, because you have to have bins in bathrooms. Yeah, you spend stuff. 30 quid for... Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, again, not convinced i think it's it's a cool thing if you're lazy and you're rich if you're when you have kids there's a lot of expenses i'm not sure if i'd be spending that kind of money on it i don't know if that makes sense so all right so john tell us your experience with shitty nappies what do you do tell us the form of your bin what does it look like how does it work it was well back then was the a round bid with the you click and it and it opens up you just tap the top and it opens up. And then we had, I think we had the electronic one at one point that did the same thing. And and he complains about this bin being a rich man's bin. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but you, you use that some, for everything. This is just specific for a shit. Some I matrix. Mean... <laughs> you have the, the shit bin 3000, whatever I call it. <laughs> the hypersonic shit bin. We don't have that anymore. <laughs> we, we got what, the three. What was up with your bin? How many did, bins did you, did you go was through? It we went through a few. Yeah, we went through two or three, I think. Already of four. those electronic bins? No, electronic bins only once. But yeah, the, um, the, the, the thing, like all of them, they broke at the back. But the uh, now we've got the the electronic bin that it's not like a like you wave in front yeah, of it yeah you wave your hand over it and it goes how much was my mum's had one of those that wasn't a lot I mean look it up it's not a lot I think it was what 30 40 quid wasn't no it? way yeah 
Okay, if that's 30 or 40 quid, then I've missed the trick. Because that sounds amazing for 30 or 40 quid. You just wave oh, but, your hand. But they break so easily. They d- it did break, just like the other bin that you clicked. The, the mechanism at the back after a while just breaks. The spring breaks and mm. you're screwed. You're all technical and you'll be able to fix it. I'm just well, like, I'll buy another it's one. It's planned obsolescence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'd say I, I, I always go against that. or fix something Yeah, yeah. if it's going to break. Yeah. But yeah, th- then we have to get the recycling bin because now we have to split every thing we eat yeah, basically yeah, yeah, used to be in three different boxes so um but yeah but yeah we i mean we use that bin at a time and i mean the bags was easy you shut the thingy you twist the bag and then you do the knot and then it wouldn't come out i mean okay. the smell wouldn't come out and it's all right just, basically so you, you literally nothing. spin you spin the bag and what kind of bag did you have it was the nappy bags so you spin it a little plastic nappy bag you spin it hold it so not a biodegradable not, one Back then, they didn't have that. All these worries are now. Like, back then, eh. They don't Eight years ago, it was a whole different It was, world. wasn't it? It yeah. was. I mean, if you think about it's it, the vegans weren't around back then. Like, nah. they, they, you know, we were talking about Phoebe and Friends, who was a vegetarian. Nobody knew about vegans back then, if you think about it. I mean, it was back that. Eight years ago is a long time. Nearly nine now. Yeah. So. It is 2020 after all. It, it is. is it Good is vision for everybody. 2020 that everyone warned us about. Yeah. Okay. Well, we let's wrap up this segment. So my overall verdict on the nappy bin is I personally give it a thumbs up. It's made our lives very easy. Can we give easy. it a, 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 a one to five star? No. The grading. One to yeah. ten. And one it's ten. it's our completely arbitrary rating system. It's it's pointless and arbitrary, so, so what but we're going to do it anyway. It? 7.5. You're going to give it a 7. What are you going to give it? 7.5. He's, he's not used to John. it. John. How can he rate something he's not no, used? No, it's fine. I'm going to rate it too. Go no. on. <laughs> I, 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 I'd give it... I'll probably give it a... Uh, 5.5, I think. Uh, and bear, bear in mind, listeners, don't listen to I this think because that's very never used it. I think that's very appropriate. 5.5. This is 5. bullshit. Basically, it's... <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. Yeah, you're being uh, I mean, shit. When you change it, when you change your kit, just go bin and then you're sort of... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't yeah. realise I'm trying to wind him up. It's amazing. He's really oh, getting oh, into oh, it. Oh, 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 I realise. I realise, John. You um, can hold your, your your baby in the shower with the shower hose thingy, and then as a book comes <laughs> out, <laughs> you could put it on on the you know the setting, yeah. twist it a little bit so it comes as a jet. <laughs> What, so just essentially a B-Day? Uh, yes. Just a yes. baby B-Day. Exactly. Pose down that Maybe baby. there's exactly. a gap in the market and, so and this is what, what a product we're going to come up with. What we should be concerned about is training your baby to notify you when they need shit. Oh, don't get me started. My dad's girlfriend, and yeah, my dad who's in his late 60s has a girlfriend. Um, he his, his current girlfriend apparently taught her kids to poo in toilets from before they were one. She would just hold them over and they would plop. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's and she was telling me about this. She was telling me about this, and I just thought, "You're weird, aren't you?" This is really good, though. No, it was is, in between is it not the like thinking, should I drop it in the toilet? It, <laughs> yeah, is it not like the sort of people that teach their cats to use the toilet? It's just like, it like there, there are ways of doing things for a reason. Um, meet the parents. I mean, I'm all for being a bit different. We're all a bit different around this table. Let's be honest. Um, but there, there's an extent to which. Making a baby that's not one use a toilet is just weird. It is a bit weird. It's a bit weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, seven and a half out of ten, nappy bin. Ignore what John and Magnus have to say. They're losers and they don't know what they're talking about. Thanks for listening to this product review. We're going to be back for our main segment. And in honour of Quinn's first birthday, we're going to do the year in review for Quinn. And, 
you know, I'll maybe touch on stuff for Emily because it's not that long since she turned one. And John might have something useful to contribute. He might not. Who knows? Let's find out. Join us in a moment for more podcast fun. Welcome back, everybody. We are here for the main section of the podcast. You thought the reviews were the main section, but no, we are here for more pod. And so in honour of Quinn's first birthday, which has definitely already happened. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Bono came to the party and everything. Yeah. It, the joint pub party, it, was, a, it yes. was such a great time. Uh, the cake, particularly tasty. Very tasty. Um, so we're going to do a year in review. So essentially review, you know, over uh, over the first year of, of, of a kid, what the different months are like what you can expect i mean we touched on lots of this sort of stuff in the past when we talked about you know say we talked about the first two weeks after having a baby so we've gone in depth on some of these subjects but this is the first time we're going to give you a review of what to expect from your first year mm. yeah and at this point my daughter's already won magnus's daughter is one john's kids are well old so he's probably not gonna have much to say but maybe maybe he'll get some flashes of memory that he can bestow upon us and you lovely listeners at home. Or I'll say inappropriate shit. Yeah, probably that. It'll probably make a joke about something um, horrifically, uh, politically incorrect. Um, so yeah, first first we're going to talk about the first two months of having a kid, months zero to two. So Magnus, thinking back at this point, what do you remember? What are your overarching memories of the first two months of being a dad? Uh, that it, it wasn't real. It was very surreal. Um, it was very, very hard. Unexpected. No one could prepare you. Uh, my child didn't really feel like my child yet. Um, yeah, it was Why? bizarre because I, I just didn't have a bond with her. Was really. it, was there another dad hanging around, like <laughs> no, no, taking the, your spot? And so you're like, I feel like my kid, really. There's another maybe, guy here. I, had, I, had to fight I don't really dad. have much to do. Maybe, maybe so. I had to fight another dad um, to claim a spot. And when I won, her DNA changed okay. to match mine. Uh, yeah, interesting. That, that, they don't teach you that at school. No, it's true. That's the science behind it, guys. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was just fucking weird, wasn't it? It was just really fucking weird. Yeah, I, I, mean, I couldn't. I couldn't get used to it. See, I'm I'm looking back over the um, <coughs> photos we took of Amelie when she was younger, and that's John. Oh, Ooh, John's oh, phone. John. Not the first time that's happened. John, you absolute piece of. <laughs> so I'm going through these photos of Amelie um, when um, when she was younger, just to remind myself of what it was like. And one thing that it's reminding me of now, compared with the, the, reminding what happened then compared to now, is the amount of photos with members of our families and just how much like pleasure you get when the first kid comes along and how much your family loves it. John, do you remember what that was like when your families were first meeting your kids? Was that a happy time for you guys? It, it was, but being Italian, they were just all over the kid. Oh man, it it, it was quite an, Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. That's, that's the memory I have of the family being around the kid. Yeah. I'll be honest. I enjoyed the love, mm-hmm. but the love got old very quickly. Did it? Yeah, yeah. Because there was just sort of, oh, you should do this, you should do that, or maybe you should do this, or maybe you should do that. Why are you not doing this? Why are you not? And it's like, uh, we already don't know what we're doing. Just like, don't stress us, I think was, yeah. was the problem. But, I think most people have that, don't they? Where, you know, um, grandparents do try and give you a bit too much advice and sometimes get offended if you don't follow it. Well, a family can tend to be overbearing, yeah. Especially when it comes to kids, yeah. It's such an emotional topic. It will always be such an emotional and ingrained topic for people that 
giving and receiving advice is part and parcel of the, the minefield that you navigate. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but it, it's what you have to deal with as a parent. Yeah. So when you look back at pictures of Quinn when she was still a newborn, like what what are the feelings that come back when you look at her um, at that age? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Romana's, <laughs> Romana's mum. Uh, E.T. the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Sorry, forgive me. That's fucking hilarious. But the feelings, uh, the feelings. No, I, I, I genuinely didn't have great feelings then. Yeah. I, I, on a level, I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I, I found it particularly hard when Quinn popped along. I, I, I had no fucking bond with this kid. Um, I felt really bad about not having a bond. Um, I didn't know how to manage my feelings. Uh, my emotions were all over the place, and that's completely new for me because I'm, I'm quite straightforward in my feelings. Yeah, I'm passionate about things, but I'm not one to have conflicting feelings. It's either one or the other. Um, and it was a, it was a pretty dark time. You know, you, you, I, I look, I look back at the previous podcasts that we held, the first podcast that we held. And that you can hear that I'm joking about it. You can hear that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make fun of a, a quite a desperately bad situation. Um, and it, it took me several months to come to terms with with, with what I had to contend with. Um, the first two weeks were fine, as I said before. First two weeks were fine. I got on with it. I was a, a model dad. Um, Romana did not have a good time in those first two weeks. It was me that was holding the fort down. Uh, she was a wreck. Whereas I was like, "Yeah, okay, when you dad, I'm pleased with this. Let, let's deal with it. Let's let's crack on." Um, and then after two weeks, for about four and a half months, everything went to shit. I just hated existing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe that I'm I'm being um I'm, I'm exaggerating here. Um, but I really did not understand my what was happening i didn't understand uh and romana was the one that supported me through that so it it was it it, it was very very mixed i felt like someone had died because i i I was you know i feel i feel like i was grieving the the only thing i can compare it to is when someone in my family's died yeah um and i've had two other mates that have had kids this year and i don't think they felt the same but then again, I did. I did my research. I spoke to people because that's one thing you should do. Mm-hmm. So I can talk to people. Yeah, find time. out what's going on. You mm-hmm. know, um, you're not alone. Uh, and yeah, it's completely normal. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that maybe I had a hint of depression. Yeah, sounds like I, it. I, I yeah. didn't. I I didn't. Cont- I didn't know at the time. Yeah, yeah um, we don't know till afterwards. If that makes sense, I think yeah. we realise after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. When you're in it, it's hard to see the wood for the trees. It really um, is. Completely. You know, because you you can't get perspective on how you're feeling in your head at that point in time. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of need someone else who knows your normal you to yeah. point out. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's you probably won't recognise it because in your head, your normal you, nothing's exactly. different. But it's other people around you that can probably tell that exactly. you're not the normal you. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, no, I I I thought it was just normal that I was normal. Something wrong with me. I was just contending with the situation. But now I look back. Like I'm, I'm surprised I didn't flipping, mm. I don't know, lose the plot more. Um, but now you know we're in a really good place. Yeah, I think I, 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 yeah. I oh, man, I went through there with the third because we weren't expecting him, mm. and when we found out she was pregnant with the third, f- 
fear kicked in and just sort of because I, I, you overthink everything. Like I was yeah. overthinking, I can't afford a third when they go to university, when they grow up, what am I going to do? And and the, and, and I was overthinking, overthinking, overthinking. I am very sad and yet pleased about what happened that he had a bit of a rough birth mm. because then there was that sense of, oh shit, like reality, I really care about the kid because up to the point she was about to give birth, I don't think I was connected with Mm. I'm happy about this mm-hmm. with him when he was born and he went through the rough stuff and then I was sort of holding his little hand and, and all the rest of it all of a sudden all of that went away and mm. I'm just like this is my baby and, and I still got a video of me holding his little hand mm. and he's in the incubator and stuff like that oh, so but it did take me like the whole nine months I was sort of resentful at life everything yeah. went off like I'm having a fucking vasectomy went off did that mm. boom 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 I was just like this is ridiculous I'm like how have I allowed this to happen mm. and now I feel quite bad for thinking that way yeah and the thing. feel like a piece of shit but I think it was just the process of the way I handled the 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 responsibility, the huge responsibility that we have of being parents. Yeah, and I think to a extent we're probably not giving ourselves very much credit here because any parent that successfully goes through the period of dealing with the first couple of months of having a kid, if you get through the other side, your kid's happy, healthy, you're happy and healthy, then that's an achievement. Um, there's a lot of people who struggle even worse than we do, and it's okay to hit bumps in the road. I mean, it's almost natural to do that, yeah. and it's more natural to pretend that you don't hit bumps in the road people who pretend it's all been perfect the whole time are bullshitting you um and so you know i think one it's good to recognize where you do have stumbles but two remember to give yourself credit for all the things you've done right in that time yeah um and uh you know all all the things that you achieve as a family i think you know it's worth patting yourself on the back even though it's easy to fall back on the negative memories a lot of the time Yeah. yeah There is, there is one thing. Just, 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 just to end this topic. There is one thing that I wish there was more available <coughs> is uh, resources for dads mm-hmm. uh, in terms of you know your own mental health. Yeah, what mm-hmm. to expect? Because you know you you hear the memes of yes, you know your life is going to change. It's going to be flipping crazy, but there's no emphasis on it. There's no. There, there, there's no subtlety to it. So you actually don't know what to expect. Yeah, you think it's a joke. Yes, you do. Because you do. it gets posted to you as a joke. Exactly. Because as a man, you can handle it. Someone slaps you on the back, ha, 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 your life is going to change. Hey, man up. Yeah, man yeah, up. Or typical, typical man up, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. which I use very often. Grow a pair. Yeah. 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 Etc. This machismo bullshit, which is really unhelpful, you know. Yeah, I really do wish there was there was some kind of resource out there from the government which would tell you what to expect from a dude's perspective, that you may not bond with your child, that you may get angry at your child, you may be, and you brought it up, becoming resentful. Mm-hmm. I've never been more resentful at my situation, not at anyone in particular, but at my situation. The situation, yep. Yeah. Last How can year. I have allowed this to happen? I could Because I'm normally quite controlled. I mean, yep. All of that goes through your head. Yeah. You lose time. control. There's nothing to control. <clears throat> but very to an extent, we're filling that gap. By doing this podcast, yes, yeah, we are. baby, yeah. yes, we are. So this is a premature midlife crisis, <laughs> baby, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, have you bought a sports car and slept with someone twenty years younger than you? Oh no, that that would be so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I see no problem with that. <laughs> okay, so let, let, let let's move on. Yeah, so let, let, let's move on. We talk no, about the first gentle. couple of months. So, like like I mentioned, I've been looking through the pictures of Emily as she as she went from like maybe one to two months through to. 
uh, sort of three and four months. And one thing I'm finding looking at these pictures is just like how her face becomes more expressive. Yeah. And like, you know how you have the initial newborn period where they're just a blob. Yes. Um, and they don't respond to much and they feed a lot and they sleep a lot and they shit a lot and they piss a lot. It's amazing as you look through and, and remember how the kid goes from a blob to a mini person and they're still pretty much incapable of doing anything other than lying on their backs and, mm. and drinking but like it's it's crazy seeing just their face develop their expressions develop and i can see expressions that she she's doing in these pictures that are so familiar to me now like yeah. those expressions were there from such an <laughs> yep. early point and now they're, they're an indelible part of my day-to-day existence I like agree. that smile that i first saw i think maybe 10 weeks um is the smile that honestly like fills me with happiness every day yeah yeah, she, yeah. Quinn is the same. Yeah. She's, she's, she's got. She sounds the same. Yeah, it's just more developed, but it's the same intonation. Uh, and yeah, the facial expressions are just developed now. Um, yeah, the smile, like her pursed lips, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. And the benefit is they can't move around at that age, and so they're starting to develop, but they can't move anywhere. And that I think for anyone, any parent who's going through the early stages, enjoy that bit. Because yeah. as soon as they move around, You're you screwed. can't take your eyes off them for yeah. a second. And even, like if you pop them down in their in their cot and go to another room, and when they're a bit older, they'll scream. Oh, jeez! Yeah. They won't they'll like be it. Climbing out of it. Yeah, but but when they're tiny, you just put put a bit of music on. They'll just sit there going, nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. and it's just a little bit easier. Yeah, it yeah. really, really is. Gets yeah. a little more intense uh, later on. Quinn broke the fucking hallway mirror. By knocking it over, she flipping grabbed it and threw it. And it just wow. smashed. Yeah, well, no, the mirror is fine, but like the wood frame. Um, yeah, you 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 got to keep your eye on them. Yeah, yeah. got to keep your eye on them. Oh man, one momentary lapse of judgment. And then they grow up, and then they write you a lovely letter, like my daughter did the other week, and she wrote a letter. Or she's learning to write, and it's all misspelling and all the rest. It's a two pager that she sat there and wrote, really? and then she loves daddy and this that the other. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then they grow I, up and ooh. do stuff like that, and they like oh. <laughs> And you like Ooh. melt literally. I can imagine I'm melting. Yeah, and then or or occasionally they just sit there. They look at goes, "I love you, daddy." And it's just like, "Oh, <laughs> dude!" And they just mean it. That's you know, they're a, they're a bundle of joy, literally. Yeah. You see, say. I'm a bit worried about that though because that tap is turned on for a while. Okay, so for a while as a parent, you get that love. Yeah, but. After 15, puberty, like, fuck you, dad. Yeah, that's the rebellion, and so they turn the tap on. They get you addicted to all this love and this and this attention. Yep, and then they'll take it away, that attention away, and give it to a spotty teenage kid Aww. that they fancy. <laughs> and you know that they're going to bring teenage boys home that are going to be contemptible. Awful human beings because all teenage boys are contemptible and horrible. And that's, that's when I go jail. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but let's get back on subject. Um, so, do, do you do when when your kids were like three or four months? Do you have like the little like bouncy chairs and the little like what's it like not, not jungle gyms, the but, dingly dangly. But yeah, the dingly danglies, <laughs> yeah. but obviously not like that dingly dangly. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even go fucking out. Didn't even but think but of like that. the the thing that you, they lie down <laughs> and the toys. What pointed at his cock and go dingly dangly? Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? And the host well, like brought a this bull's up. Cock over that. You know, it was Matt. We've infected Matt with our depravity. That's horrific. You went. You took it to one hundred percent. Anyways, so dingly is the thing in the door frame. No, no, the thing. So the stuff over the chair that they like, little balls and stuff. You mean mobile? Yeah, yeah, a like mobile. like a mobile. Okay. Yeah. Did All you have right. one of those or the ones where they lie back on a rug and it's got the toys that dangle down and they bounce? Yeah, yeah, a, a little bit. 
There was a yeah. Kinko one which we bought twice because it was so good. I love that chair. Amazing. Mm. Just <laughs> leave them there. They'll just entertain themselves. Yeah. Yeah, we had a jumper, a foldable one. Mm-hmm. It's really good. How was yeah. that? Yeah. Loves it. She 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 gets well because it's 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 folded next to her like just in the corner of the, the room behind everything and sometimes she'll go and she'll find it because she's an explorer now and she'll try and play with some of the toys Aww. on the jump yeah and she remembers and we we brought it out the other day because my best friend um he brought his kid around he also had a kid this year too uh who is five months younger um and uh he was playing in our jumperoo and Quinn was pissed oh she was pissed she was grabbing some of the things she was like chewing on it like she did back in the day but now she's too old it's just a dis- distant memory Quinn Aww. you can't have that anymore bless you know when are you going to pay taxes, what Quinn? Do you do with, <laughs> what do you do with all this stuff? Are you just putting it aside? Are you going to throw it away? What are you going to do? No, we, 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 we tend to either give it away. R- Romana will try and sell some of it. Um, she's got most of the toys that she had when she was a kid. We, we're trying to be, you know, n- not big spenders when it comes to toys. We're buying her meaning, meaningful things. So this is maybe a bit old school, and I don't know if they're still around. Car boot sales, man. Get rid of all that stuff. Mm. Amazing. I mean, I think we, we have we, done a couple car boot sales. They're not bad. They're not bad. Wow. Like, you get rid of everything, mate. Like, but yeah, it's no, quite no. funny. You get arguing. It's just like, how much is that? Three pounds. I'll give you 50p. I'm like, dude, it's three pounds. Like, <laughs> and you yeah. argue over pennies, which and is funny. That's why I can't do car boot sales. Oh, Amanda exactly. loves them, and I've supported her. Uh, for a couple car boots, my wife loves going there. The only thing reason I like going is because you then pick up stuff like old records, yeah. furniture stuff that's quite cool. Yeah, so I picked I up a couple stuff. of stuff like that, which is quite cool. But uh, yeah, they're just sitting there like, uh, you but know, it's other people's junk. There's nothing. It's, there's never anything good apart from the antique old stuff. As I said, the furniture, I have a couple of bits of furniture like that yeah. I've got in a garage that I want to. My projects that never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That I say, oh, I'm going to repaint this. And then I never <laughs> do anything. Um, but yeah, stuff like that that I found quite cool. But yeah. apart from that, it's just annoying because you get a lot of like douchebags that it's just like, oh, it's 50p. I'll give you 42. I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So I've been looking through the pictures again. He's been listening to us, obviously. Oh, no. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, 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 that was a great point you just made. Well said. Um, uh, <laughs> He's such a cock. Seriously. <laughs> he loves it. He's this fucking host. It's, it's funny how, like, in my phone, the pictures go from, like, shitloads of baby pictures from the first four Should months. Just ignore it. And then, and then memes start. <laughs> The memes the start. start back up again. So oh, if you look okay. before then, there's like lots of memes. Yeah. Amelie's born, Amelie pictures. After a while, memes resume. Yep. Um, I delete everything. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I've, I, yeah. And so do you remember the point where the babies lose the, their hair that they're born with and they have awkward transition until the new hair comes that, in? That yeah, lasts that's ages. Yeah. That's well, it lasted ages for us. But the, the, there's usually a strip at the back for most of them or like yeah. around the side. Yeah, there's just a, here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 where they're rolling, you yeah. know, they could be round the side or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how was it for you? Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, Emily um, was born with quite a lot of hair, and then she only had like maybe a couple of weeks where it didn't look like she had much. Mm-hmm. And so mostly she's looked quite cute for the whole time. She didn't have that weird, bold baby phase. Um, and so I think Alex was quite happy about that. Um, and then also her hair colour changed though. When she was born, yeah. she had black hair, and that's what my wife's family tend to have black hair. And now she's a full on McGinley. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there with the go. blue eyes. And we don't know, we don't mention surnames here, but I don't really care. That's my surname, everyone. Matt McGinley. Um, and, uh, and yeah, 
so now she looks exactly like one of our lot. Um, and it's really, it, it saves money on a paternity test ultimately, you know. Yeah. Yep. Don't need to go on, well, you can't go on Jeremy Kyle anymore, but, you know, <laughs> if you could. He killed someone. Yeah, kids, once there used to be a program called uh, Jeremy Kyle that's no longer around. Yeah, yep. Distant Memory. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 the, the bowling phase on the boys in particular, they... I've never said this to my wife, but they look like my granddad. (laughs) They're like little old men, like little tiny old babies. And it's just like, you look like my granddad somehow. It's quite weird. Like as they were losing their hair and they were growing a new one. It's quite interesting. (laughs) But yeah, never said that to my wife. I get shot, mate. Now, didn't you start to wean Quinn at four months? Yes. So that's something that happened in that time period. Yeah. yeah. So so looking back at that, how was that as an experience for you guys? (laughs) Did did you think you introduced it at the right age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I, she took to it. It was just a, they they say that four months is a good age for them to to, to begin weaning with. And fuck it, Romana was really enthusiastic for it. So on her four month birthday, we weaned her, and yeah, it was really weird. I can see it in my mind's eye, like uh, giving her the spoon with some of that that puree, like really really soft puree, um, for a four month old. And uh, her trying to use her mouth. Have you tried it? <laughs> the puree, yeah, it, it's bland. Have, have you tried the it. other little tub things? They're amazing. The little like different beef chickens. And, yeah, oh, man, of they're course. Tasty. They're so yeah. tasty. Yeah, I, I I was eating them. Those those things oh. well into my single digits. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love. Yeah, amazing, I can still man. remember the way the chicken one tasted. Yeah, Great. I could probably buy some now and have some. To be yeah. honest, thinking about it it's on the way home, pretty tasty though. Yeah, no, not in a car. Uh, after a you know session in the club. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just just pick up some se- se- seventy p. Haven't seen you know, a club cow, in about ten years. Cow and gate. Oh yeah, you haven't. Yeah. yeah, this this is what life is like. Guys, yeah, yeah, just be prepared. Um, you'll never go out again. Yeah, you'll, you'll never go out. And you start making a podcast and excuses. And, and this is what I was talking about. You know, it's all fun and games, <laughs> but no one cares for your mental health. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your yeah, life fuck is the over. Men, yes. <laughs> did you find it continued to get to be difficult through like the rest of the first six months, or did it improve? Nah, it, it got, it got, it got. It improved after five months. Yeah, like it got, it got, it got to a stage where I thought it was easy. Um, and I was like, I can get used to this uh, because I loved my kid. She could do no fucking wrong. Um, and she was sleeping well. Talking in the past tense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am. I, you know what's going to happen. Uh, and then something happened the other goddamn day where she just, she, she's just like her fucking mind, their minds. As you know, Matt, like they absorb everything and they want to know more. Just won't stop fucking talking. Won't stop fucking screaming. Uh, and won't stop goddamn exploring. But she I doesn't mean, make any sense what she talks. Doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> you don't understand shit. But no, no, no. There, there is some semblance uh, yeah. to, to to some logic. Like she points now, and it's so fucking cute the way she yeah. points with this tiny little finger. She's like da 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 da, and then she'll see me. She went da da, and it's just like oh my god. Yeah, this is wonderful. But then again, uh, my sleep has gone. To, both of our sleeps have gone to shit. Um, we are having to contend with our eardrums bursting every day. She's throwing tantrums now, you know. Yeah, you need so to make another was, baby, mate. They'll balance it out. Yeah, Romana's been saying this a lot, She's mate. I, I am telling you, I am telling you, Chris sorted himself out when Sienna was born. Yeah, and even worse when the third came. He's like now responsible and oh, he really? gets his brother dressed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like the the, the big boy. But at the beginning, the 
all that goes away when there's another baby kid. And then they're trying to show off. It's like, oh, look, Dad, I, I can I can make nuclear bombs. <laughs> look at me, Daddy, look at me. Because it's a baby and you have to pay attention to it. So there, yeah. there is that. All of a sudden they grow up. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that's good when yeah. your, your kid knows. So kids, um, fissile isotopes. you two need to have more kids. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll get right on that. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to take a brief break. We'll come back. We'll do the rest of the six months and then we'll wrap up this episode. We'll see you in a moment. Welcome back to the final segment of our wonderful podcast. Um, as you know, we've been discussing the first year of Quinn's life in review. Um, One year in Quinn's life. Exactly. Thank you, Mac. Um, so we've done the first six months, now the second six months, months seven to 12. Now for me, if I think back to this, I, my main memory is of Emily being increasingly mobile, of standing up against things, like uh, crawling, like instead of bath times being just docile washing of a baby, now it was a splash fest, um, toys flying everywhere, her falling over. What do you remember of that about this wonderful time? Yeah, pretty much the same. You're absolutely right. That transition from uh, being in a mobile blob, then becoming, you know, limbs and shit, uh, and then that transitioning to... Baby, activate. Yeah, And then they do the army crawl, so one arm, yeah. and they pull themselves along. Under and then, the barbed wire in a house. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Car- carrying it, you know, an M4. Uh, 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 <laughs> and then, an M2.2. Absolutely, yes. Uh, uh, and then they, they become um, more mobile in terms of uh, they can pull themselves up, Mm-hmm. Uh, roll over all that kind of shit and then they start surfing don't they start, start surfing around the sofas <laughs> and the tables and then yeah. they, they begin to hurt themselves yeah. bath time as mm-hmm. you said this was a big one uh, we, uh, she outgrew uh, her uh, bathtub the, yeah. the one that we bought her um, and she, she was in a big the big boys bathtub and um, uh, it, 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 she she was uh, kind of apprehensive yeah at it first, uh, then she really got into it where it just became a splash fest, mm-hmm. uh, which is very fun. Very, very fun. Yeah, not fun to clean up though, isn't it? <laughs> for, for what reason? Water everywhere. Yeah. Are my kids to this yeah, day, fine. like, there's water it's everywhere. Water evaporates. Yeah. Well, how did you clean you them? You mop it up, man. You, you, you mop, use disinfectant or You mop no. the inside of the bath. No, not the inside of... No, they splash outside of the bath. That's what I'm saying. They, they super splash. <laughs> okay. But is your bathroom not like tiles on, on the... Yeah, I know, but it still needs to be cleaned up when there's water everywhere. That's... Okay, okay. John has a cardboard... <laughs> cardboard floor. Yeah. If you don't clean it up, someone will just <laughs> fall through the ceiling. Yeah. I, I mean, what, you allow your floor to be wet? Uh, temporarily until the water evaporates. Yeah. You um, don't try your shit. You uh, don't have a little... Oh, no, okay. no. We we actually... So no, we're we, not in the bathroom. We close the door and the door's got like a strip underneath it. So we actually fill up the whole room. <laughs> yeah, it'll fill of water. The yeah. whole thing. It's the bath, which is the dry area. So we sit in there while she's uh, having a bath in the room. You should cross the road when the lights are red. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks. Yeah, fuck you guys. No, I'm I'm used to having like a, a little mat that you come out and it sucks up the water and I'm very like, you peasants, seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I've, I've had this since I was a kid, for God's sake. You guys yeah. don't do any of that. Yeah. We can see that habits don't change. Yeah. So I, I presume you guys had to deal with sleep progression as well. I mean, yeah. I don't know when that happened for you guys. For us, it was kind of around, I think six months was where it kicked in really heavily, where Emily used to sleep really well um, up until about four months. Then there was a bit of a wobble and then Fabric. it went really bad um, late, l- l- later on. Like her sleep got a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sleep The sleep regressions were like clockwork. They 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 occurred as they said in the books. And, you know, you got like the the four month one, six month whatever it is. Um, yeah, for me the, it was all a blur. I, it was a blur on yeah. I sleep that period. I mean, I just I don't remember when it started, when it ended. I know it happened, and then with three of them, you just don't quite figure out. Oh, when I it think ever this ended. is your mind protecting yourself from the horrors of that yeah. year. Yeah, because I spoke to another dad about it. Um, he, he's got a two and a bit year old, three, a four year old in fact. Um, and uh, he's recently just had another kid. And I was telling him about you know how fucking crazy that period is and he's like yeah i can't even remember that much it is genuinely a blur but it's quite funny this is what happens is you you go through this fade oh it's a blur and then you go oh no my kids were great when they were babies and and then you literally have forgotten what kind of dickheads they were because it's the reality is every baby is the same every child and then you see the pictures and the videos of them cooing and oh they're so cute and all the rest no they were dickheads when they were kids that's the reality agreed yeah, I yeah. love my kids. No, I mean, you know, I think it kind of depends on the situation you have. Like for me, the it was annoying being woken up, but my wife still nurses to this day. And so when she was getting up in the night, it was mostly her doing it. You know, there's no point in me getting up if what Emily wanted was a feed. Yeah. Um, mm. And so I, I didn't have that it that bad. But for people who were using formula still at that stage, then it was less of a problem. It would be more of a problem. Yeah. No, well, we, were, we did the formula thing, so we all got up. It was Good fun. Mm. Thank God for PlayStation. Thank yeah. God for PlayStation. Skyrim and Call of Duty, thank you so much for being around. Now, in this period of time, so we, I mentioned earlier how early on, for me anyway, a lot of happy memories involving family, meeting Amelie for the first time, and that was a big deal. Now, did that drop off for you guys? Because certainly looking through pictures for me, there was an intense period of family involvement, and then it becomes a lot more sporadic after that. Was it similar for you guys? I don't know how it was for you, John. It was a slightly different situation. We don't have any family really here. Um, I oh, well, live in another country for me. So. Yeah, well, yeah. We, so, same here for the most part. Like, my, not, None of my family really live in London apart from my sister. Um, <coughs> everyone else is in Germany or the north, the Midlands or the north of England. So it's fairly similar. But I still saw them a bit less than we did in that initial phase. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of... For for me anyway, I got the impression family are very keen to be involved at the start, and then they realise what is actually involved with the baby, and then they kind of stay away a bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm on my own here with this. I, I have to say, we were blessed with Elisa's dad, who sadly passed away, and he literally stayed with us. I think at the beginning, and then he would come back once a year and stay a month. Really? spent time with the kids and I can tell you that man died in 2015 and he spent more time with my kids than my parents ever did which is in my parents well wow. life to this day and he just genuinely cared he really really cared and I, I now really appreciate it having a, a family member at home for a month is a bit much mm-hmm. but I can tell you now my son still talks about his granddad then he forgets my dad's name because mm-hmm. he never sees him but he remembers Nonna Marcello that passed away Wow. And, and and that's pretty impressive. I think that level of involvement was really cool. Um, but everybody else kind of 
showed up yes at the beginning but not even that much but then never mm-hmm. really were they never were involved as family so i think it was just a, that detached and they, they'll show up occasionally and but yeah not really as attached but i didn't see the difference i always saw him as a figure but the rest was sort of sporadic anyway even in the beginning yeah now one of the reasons i mentioned this is because there's another like a friend of mine a guy that, that that you you've all met and i won't mention um him by name but um he has a big family and a family that he sees quite regularly. And I think like a lot of people who are going to be dads for the first time, you feel you, you get excited about the role that your parents might play. You know, your dad, you're looking forward to your dad being a granddad for the first time. And it doesn't always work out exactly as you think, like what you think mm-hmm. that relationship will be like. It, I don't think it runs exactly as you will expect when you're mm-hmm. thinking about what it's going to be like. I think the reality is different to the expectations to put it succinctly. Yeah. Cause I, I, I I can't really fault my parents personally. They they they've been fantastic, but it's still a bit different from what I expected. They've been good, but it wasn't what I was expecting going in. Yeah, I completely agree. I was really looking forward to my dad being there for my child, but he's he's never around. So that is dumb. not right Dude, that, is that is not right magnus Can you explain why that yeah is fucking although, dumb. I, although i have to cut it out my dad's fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> that's not much better that is the truth by the way that um, is so dark man yeah bloody hell maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah okay I, I i agree however but i i, I would say because i've i've kept my <clears throat> my immediate family at yeah. arm's length it's kind of worked out for us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are people listening who, you know, we, we, we all have different family situations and some of us will be excited about our families being involved. Some people are probably horrified yeah. at that yeah. thought. I think, you know, the, the, the time that we live in, people are, are, are more honest these days about their family relationships than maybe they would have been, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Even when, years and that, ago. that's yeah. a really good thing. That's yeah. a really good thing. Mm. Yeah. I think, you know, we, we talk about the ability to open up about mental health and I think the ability to be honest about the family stuff is important as well. Yeah, um, very. You also, know, dads are a lot more involved yeah. compared to, you know, the previous generation. Like a hell of a lot more involved. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, my grandparents didn't even go to the hospital. Like, mm. the men didn't go to the yeah, hospital. Yeah, I, I think they, my dad they, wasn't there potentially. For they were out drinking or whatever, and, and the women gave birth and stayed in the hospital. And I'll go in a couple of days. Like, it, was, it wasn't that, that, really, that's was fucking no abuse, man. That, that's fucked up. No, it was just culture. I no, think it was I know. Ignorance I know. in culture. But yeah. I, I agree. No, it was the same thing here as well, everywhere across the world. Yeah. Uh, the Western world, it was like this. But I, looking back on it now, if we were to do that in this day and age, like that's horrific. That is horrific. Yeah. yeah. So it's a slightly different subject. So with the with the second six months, no, for me this is where I started to build a proper bond with Emily that was mine and hers. Yeah. That was separate from the identity that you have as part of a partnership with your yes. partner. So did you guys feel that as well? That once you yeah. get beyond the six months, you start to develop this more of an individual relationship with your yeah, kid. Definitely. Yeah. Completely agree. Absolutely, yeah. It's where we formed a a meaningful bond. And did you guys have um, lots of, or or not not necessarily lots of, but did you have an amount of time where you would be on your own with with the baby at that point? Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I didn't have as much of Mm. because at about six months that I started going out and working in an office uh, Mm because previously I was home based for the first six months, Um, and after that I just didn't. I still don't really have that much time one on one with Amelie because mm-hmm. um, I'm not around. The only times I get are like three hours mm-hmm. in the week where I do the nursery runs. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not around in the evenings apart mm-hmm. from Katie when we do the podcast. Um, I get home early 
And then it's just weekends and both me and Alex are around. So that's not something I've had much of, but do you guys have a little bit more, do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, John, may- maybe not as much as me, but what's your experience? I think with Chris, I, I think it becomes more sporadic when you have more kids because you have to divide your time between the kids. Mm. And it's difficult to have one-on-ones. I think I had a lot more with Chris. Um, like for example, I can tell you that I to this day it's quite funny, but I used to take Chris. Oh, I'm going to go and put the Chris to bed, and I'll take him to bed just because I wanted a nap. And we'll sit there, we'll play a little bit, and I'll fall asleep, and he'll be awake, and he'll roll off the bed and go, <laughs> go and see <laughs> go and see his mum, and I'll just be falling asleep. But there are things like that that he still remembers taking naps together. I never really did that with Sienna and Liam because there was everything else going on. So I think that single focus on the child is good but when you have one when you've got more than one it's difficult i'm now finding ways to get them all involved and i find excuses so i'm gonna go and wash the car chris come with me i'm gonna go food shopping liam come with me or i'm gonna go to the barbers i'll take the boys or i'll go food shopping i'll take sienna but i try and have singular time but it's difficult to manage when you got you got to divide your attention in particular because i'm the guy that works and I work like 11, 12 hour days and I get back and they're in bed or they're about to go to bed. So it's difficult to, to divide that. Mm. The one thing I've not given up is singing Twinkle before they go to bed. Yeah. Oh, um, and really uh, nice. I do my own version because I don't actually know Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> so I've got my own little version, which I would not sing. Um, oh, we are so playing out the podcast one day with your are. version of oh, Twinkle, oh, Twinkle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I, I, I do... Uh, to this day still don't they're like oh daddy are you going to be back for Twinkle and I'm like no I'm not going to be able to be back for Twinkle sorry guys um, and now we do group Twinkle sometimes and then we do singular what? Twinkles it depends that sounds rude <laughs> group Twinkle <laughs> like when well, we all hug and it's like Twinkle no I'm not going to sing it but yeah <laughs> just, but yeah d- it's, they love it they love it That's it's amazing really nice. it's good fun So, but it's difficult when you've got more than one kid to give mm. that singular attention we, I did with Chris not with the rest do you know what a Twink is? no I'll tell you offline no, you can um, say it online. You might. Nah, well. we'll save this for later. Um, so, uh, we, nice why, why do you know this? We've been going. Yeah. We've been going for quite a while. So, I think it's probably yeah, time to, leave to, to start to wrap Awful. up. Um, you know. Um, so, Magnus, we, this has been mostly focused on you. So, let's have a little conclusion from you about your first year of Quinn's life. When you think about this first year, ups and downs. How are you feeling? It's been like a sinusoidal wave. It's been an absolute roller coaster ups and downs peaks and troughs unexpectedly so the frequency has been just yeah you don't know what the hell was going on um it's been very very character building but also very stressful i've definitely got gray hairs this year um but all in all I'm you very happy. Man up. <laughs> man, up. Yeah. man up and grow a pair and, exactly. and all the rest and, of it. Yeah. Suck a dick and you know, fuck a twink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's yeah. a twink? I want to know what a twink is. Oh, we'll is. tell you in a bit. Okay. Um, okay. It's a chocolate bar. All right. So I think... I think that's where we'll wrap up for this week. Um, but thank you for joining us for this episode. I feel like this episode has been a massive roller coaster from high energy intro to um, a dad news to a review that ended up with what the hell were you talking about during the review I can't remember I but you know. went off on a proper tangent Did I? and then and then and then, and into, then a 20 minute then, laugh section in between the pools oh yeah <laughs> that people weren't ever here um, and and then the roller coaster journey of Magnus's first year as a dad um, so thanks for joining us on this uh, on this podcast roller coaster 
Um, we always genuinely appreciate the fact that you take the time to listen to us uh, ramble um, as we do. Um, so just to do a bit of admin, a bit of housekeeping, um, if you want to write to us, you can find us at overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. That's overlyhonestdads at gmail.com, spelled exactly as it sounds. And if you can't spell, find a dictionary. Um, you can find us on Twitter, maybe in the future on Instagram. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else. I think the only thing else thing to say is thank you magnus my pleasure thank you everyone thank you john thank you and thank you all at home be well enjoy your lives we'll see you again soon for more of this shit